2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Melancholy when we bring her on and the week of a tournament because we know we won't talk to her for a few months. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you wonder what Kyle Karen's enjoying her last bit of summer before we have the U.S. Open. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm thinking about. Yeah. She sits here on the You'll line. She'd probably
3: go to the beach again and hopefully it won't rain on her like last time she went to the beach.
1: I'm, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, let's welcome in from Tannis Panorama and a friend of the show. And by the way, we asked her a question last time. We yeah. had, remember that we gave her a homework assignment. Yeah. Let's see if and, and this, will be, this will be implemented when we have her back for the U.S. Open. But we asked Karen, as one of our P1s, if you will, <laughs> to come up with a theme song, a walk-on song. I think I remember what it was. Well, we didn't play it.
3: Yeah. But go, go go.
1: All right. Would well, you remember what it was, Karen? As we say good morning to you? Oh, oh, oh the one that I uh, the one I initially thought of,
0: which was uh, You Gotta Be.
1: You Gotta Be. Oh. Um, Desiree.
0: Yeah, Gotta Be. I know it's like a women's empowerment thing. I know. Well,
1: okay. it, it doesn't really I pop did. off. we got to let that one sort of breathe for a little bit before we know okay, what the song okay. is. Okay,
0: okay. Well, yeah. if back up then. Uh, this is a, this is an old one, but a good one. Uh, Shaka Khan, I'm Every Woman. See, there you go.
1: Okay. And Oprah Show ain't yeah. on oh no more. We can steal that one. Right. <laughs> and plus, it, it take me back to that picture you gave me when we were playing the Soul Train theme of Karen possibly having a fro and court platform. She was back in the day you doing know. a line dance, but she said she didn't have a fro back then. No, 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 no. No, no, no Mike. Yeah, I, yeah
0: I, I, my hair can't get into a fro. I'll put it to you that
3: way. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, thoughts about this week this week, uh, and what we see, what we get to see unfold at, at Wimbledon. What's your take on it? I've been wanting to, been wanting to get this from you all week.
0: Yeah, well, as far as the women are concerned, today at 9 a.m., uh, Ange Baird versus Marquette Von Well, Well, for Ange, she's coming into her second Wimbledon final. She lost the final last year. Um, and this is her third major final. She lost the U.S. Open final last year. So she's hoping that the third time is a charm coming into the um, into Wimbledon. Now, Marquetta Rosava, she actually has been in a final of a major before, and that was in 2019. She lost the final of the French Open. Now, people keep saying, you know, Marquetta, you know, she's a good player. How come she's ranked so low? It's because she's been, had, had a lot of injuries over the past couple of years, and that's why she's at a, you know, ranked at 42 in the world. But this final should be an interesting one. Um, you have somebody who's who's basically a baseliner against Angeber who likes to mix it up and come in and hit slices. And, like slicing and dicing, as I quote uh, uh, Walt Frazier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he likes to say that. Whenever he says stuff like that, I'm like, this is tennis, this is about basketball. But anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> but but um, this is his hometown think, some of his
3: relatives may be listening but go ahead
0: yeah yeah you never know you never know but uh yeah but i i give on uh, even though there's three and three head-to-head i'm going to give on's um the, the heads up for the win in three sets and only because uh even though uh, von drussofa has beaten juber twice this year Jaber has beaten Marquetta on um, grass, so I'm going to give Ons in three. Hmm. But it's not it's not necessarily the final. People thought, well, Ons, yes, she, people thought she could make the final again. But Marquetta, no one was thinking anything about her making the final.
1: Karen Pastena, once again, tennis, Panorama Raman, joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game. dot com. All right, I'm in a different seat than you and Sam about the events on the men's side from this past week. I was just riveted. I was introduced well, not reintroduced I was reintroduced, I guess is the best way to put this, but the rest of the world who don't follow tennis as closely as you two were and the phrase that kept coming to me this week, I think Tiger said it, it was either at that first Masters win or maybe it was his first tournament where when the interviewer came up, he was like, What's your what's your thoughts? And he was like, Hello, world, like I'm here. And I kept thinking about mm-hmm. that, applying to Chris Eubanks, uh, Christopher Eubanks this past week. But yet, it's one of those where you folks who follow tennis on a regular basis shake your head because it's one of those overnight successes that's taken ten years or a long period of time. But he stepped out and was a part was was ever present in the rest of our worlds. Those of us who come to the TV during majors and we discover that this kid, yeah, he 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 played over his shoes and, and made it to the corners quarters, quarters, and we hoped that he would continue to play. But the person, we were introduced to that guy in the interviews he did post-match and his poise and, and everything his, his parents did to this kid growing up that we were introduced to. And I think that was one of those special moments because we can talk about this athlete and athlete, this and that athlete, but when we are first introduced to them and they appear on the big stage – We are all very fortunate to witness that. And I think that's a lot of what happened this past week.
0: Oh, it it, it is so true. Uh, People have seen, it's like people know who Chris Eubanks is now. And the the British folk, they, you know, they took him into their hearts and supported him throughout the fortnight. And for the past couple of years, Eubanks has been like a a journeyman just on the border of like a hundred in the world And, you know, it's it's been amazing because it seems like every year he's fighting just to get into the top 100 so he doesn't have to go into the qualifying for a major. So he's not going to have to go into the qualifying for a major anymore because he's ranked at 31 in the world. And if he holds this ranking, he'll be seated at the U.S. Open, which is amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's
0: just, you know, it's things happen and it's great to see, you know, some stuff like this happen. And Chris Eubanks also, I don't know if you guys know this, but for a little bit, he was doing, he was helping out tennis channel as a, as an announcer, just Sam, for a little bit.
1: Sam mentioned that earlier and in the show. I
0: guess maybe he thought, he probably thought that maybe, well, I don't know for how well I'm going to do with tennis. Maybe I should try to make the switch, but he doesn't have to make the switch now.
3: I told not Go ahead. ahead. No, it's nothing spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Karen Pistain talking Wimbledon. And she is social. You can always find uh, her on Tennis Panorama News at Tennis Panorama News, TPN, at Tennis uh, News, TPN. Um, You know, back to that. And how many athletes do we get to see have a chance to do that in the midst of their career, start that second thing, that next thing? And I was telling Greg earlier, you know, in any sport, you always hear people talk about the film room and being able to go in there and break down and dissect opponents. By working at Tennis Challenge, he's had exposure to the greatest film room there is. And they, To me, he probably meets no strangers. He's had a chance to watch a lot of different styles and, and play. I think that's something that's, that he's used to his advantage, his advantage obviously.
0: Oh, yes, w- without question. And, you know, when he eventually retires someday, he might go back to the channel <laughs> or, or something like that, you know, on, on TV at some point. But, but yeah, and the fact that, you know, he's a college guy, you know, he, hey, it, it all benefits him down the road. But, uh, yeah, now what's kind of funny is that looking at the latest Atlanta Open press release, because uh, Eubanks' ranking was below, I think, 40, they had him listed as a wild card, which is hilarious. But I think probably what's going to happen is they'll just give him a wild card into the main draw because the uh, rankings for tournaments are usually based on your ranking six weeks before. Wow. So there's no way that Eubanks going in as a qualifier.
3: Yeah, that, that, that's, that's just how dramatic a change uh, it has been for him, and you know, and, and a change in life as well. We're talking Good Morning America, uh, we're talking Today Show, all types of things. Maybe eventually get around to people like Sam Crenshaw and Karen Fastena, but but you know, <laughs> but but he's got those things, and I'm happy for him. I've known him since high school, Karen, I'm so very very happy for this for he and for his family.
1: And um, and here's my question to Karen: Does she know about the nicknames? Because you didn't know about. It. I was more than surprised that you didn't know that he had nicknames attached to him. Did you know about this, Karen? Which nicknames? Okay,
0: I, I know that that uh, who was it now? That I guess it was Brad Gilbert who likes to give out nicknames. Was trying to find one for him. No, having- this was this was
1: one that's in place, given to him by Coco Goffin, her younger brother. And Sam was also bringing up NILs earlier, and I'm thinking this is perfect for this guy. He is. He has been. He was called the giraffe by Coco Golf for obvious yes, reasons.
0: Yes, that I remember. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: So then there's that, and <laughs> and of the ones he, the other ones he's been given. He, he was saying in this interview I heard this past week where some of the other ladies and they showed actually footage of them where they go, hey, do you have a nickname for Coco Golf? One, I mean, uh, for 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 Chris Eubanks, and one of them put her hands in her head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just started laughing. And the other one went, yeah, well, Daddy Longlegs comes to mind. And he's got all these these nicknames. And I'm thinking, this is a way for somebody on the men's side to have that extra something that connects with an audience that doesn't follow him, like I said, as closely as you and Sam. And especially with the NILs. I don't know anybody that's ever had a giraffe or a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like, no, that's so man. unique. Yeah. The giraffe, it's like Jerome is going, I ain't heard anybody call a bus before. So, you know, I think that would be great for him. But what do you, what do you foresee him becoming now that he's had all this, this, this spotlight on him during, during Wimbledon? Do you see his game growing to where we'll see him more in the the quarters and, and deeper into these uh, major tournaments?
0: I think so, because getting to the quarterfinals with Wimbledon, it will really boost his confidence. And the fact that even though he lost in the quarterfinals, he was up two sets to one on uh, Daniel Medvedev. And he is the number three player in the world. So, hey, I mean, he, he can only draw more confidence from this and and. You know, reach even high, uh, bigger heights, higher heights for him. I really do believe that. And since he has such a big serve and seems to be able to mix up his game more these days, instead of just hanging back, I think that's a, a big asset to him. Yeah, absolutely. I think things can only get better.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, about to wrap up with you, but we got to get something on tomorrow. We've got the matchup that we couldn't get in Paris. Ah. We we got it. We uh, got yep. it in, right. That's the, that's the matchup that we wanted, and we're going to get it tomorrow morning.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna uh, Djokovic and four. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I I can't take it from him here. He he's gonna win uh, Wimbledon number five in a row <laughs> and his 24th major. That's my prediction.
1: Biggest upset in tennis for since whenever. If he gets beat tomorrow, is it one of those deals? No,
0: it isn't the no, biggest. No, because Alcaraz is the tennis.
1: number one seed. Saying. Yeah, Everybody's he's expl- the top I-
0: player and they're one and one head to head. Yeah. But but uh Djokovic has been in so many major finals and Wimbledon finals in general, I can't see him being nervous. He'll be really relaxed. I think uh Carlito, as people call him, will be maybe a little bit nervous. But yes, he he's the underdog even though he's number 1 in the world. I know. I know, but still I <laughs> Yeah, I know. It sounds odd, right? He's the number one seed, but he's really the underdog. Yeah. But, yeah, Djokovic is going to win the third leg of the Grand Slam. That's my prediction. Wow. Major number
1: 24.
3: Well, folks, you got it here. You got it here from Karen. And we'll see what happens tomorrow morning. Karen, as always, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Always great catching up with you. Thank you, Karen. And, uh, you know, hey. We, well, you know, I'll be in touch with you anyway. Of course. Well, Why can't got, I, I? can call her. You can get call, but I'll be in touch with her when <laughs> well, we have when we have Atlantic Station. We're gonna have our. Trip. I can't we're call her when she come to Atlantic Station. You know, we uh, gonna we have she, her own. Well, I don't know if she's gonna. I don't know if she's gonna come. So I usually, I usually, I usually will send something, you know, to her. I usually write something. You, to send in to her. in, in care of
1: Gr- Sam and Greg or just it, Sam. Well, just just Sam. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I see how you do. That's all right, Karen. I'm you know. See how you doing see, me? See back see. doing Someday all I'm this. I'm gonna
0: stuff. get back to Atlanta. Someday I'm gonna get there. <laughs> all right. Hopefully next year. I'm we, hoping next
1: year. Great. <laughs> we will be talking to you as you prepare for the first Monday of the U.S. Open, which is the day this is on Sam's bucket list. Actually, you've been there, you want to go back. There. That's
3: why I love I love to go on the first Monday. Because everybody's there, nobody's lost yet. And it's great.
0: Yep, it's <laughs> true. It's true. I always tell people who've never been to the U.S. Open. Go the first few days you can see everyone.
3: Yep, everybody's there. Either they're playing matches or they're practicing or they're just, you know, just walking by, hanging out, and they're in a good mood, especially if they, hadn't, especially if they haven't lost yet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's smiling and waving, and it's good. Okay. Yeah, and you all can right. stand there by the little entrance with a little carpet where they pull the limos at and let folks out. And pull the limos all the, at. Well, yeah, Well, all the, all the,
1: the people who and get people sit, And the next thing you hear is, hey, get out of here. I'm walking here. It's because it's New York. No, Do they scream well, that,
3: like that in Queens. That was like the last time I was. Well, when I was up there once, and they parked, pulled out, and somebody talked like that was Regis. He was going well, in well, the there. Watch you me. go. <laughs> See? And he's a millionaire. He was a millionaire then. Even they are know, that, that's the entrance. That's the entrance. They let him out, and they come, and they walk in, and yeah, you. Hey, so what like.
1: How you doing? <laughs> hey, there's Sam Crenshaw. <laughs> Karen, have a wonderful rest of your summer. We look forward to you uh, talking to you, I guess would be early September, late August, early September, late August. before the yeah, uh, late opening August. Of the US, yeah, yeah U.S. Open. All right, guys, thanks for having me on, and have a good one. You too, you and too, thank you.
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.